From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, January 10th. There's a new sheriff in town. Okay, I couldn't resist. Jamison Wiggins has spent a little over a week as Grand County's recently elected sheriff, and he caught up with KZMU News to give us some insight on a few changes he's working on for the office. Jamison Wiggins, new Grand County Sheriff. Tell us about this first week in the job. It's been overwhelming. It's also been exciting, meeting a lot of new people and working nonstop. You were thinking about becoming sheriff for quite some time. So yeah, so I've, I've been thinking about being the sheriff for a, a long time, ever since I was a little kid. Um, I wanted to follow in the footsteps of my great-grandfather, the town marshal of Moab. I'm just excited to finally be in here and to get to work. What has this last week been like for you? I've been nervous at times because um, it's the unknown. It's also been exciting. Sometimes I have a hard time sleeping at night because I have so many ideas and I've got to like get up and write them down so I don't forget them. Overall, it's been exciting. Our morale at our office is already through the roof. People are excited to come to work. Um, I've always been excited to come to work, and I still am excited to come to work today. So, Do you think that's because um, this is an opportunity for some growth and change? Lots of growth and change, new ideas, forward progression, you know, and I, I ran on the stagnant state. I mean, it was just the same old, same old here for years and years and years, and so people are excited to have new opportunities to have a voice in the sheriff's office. Uh, every, Like I said, everybody's excited and, and I'm excited as well. Before we started recording, you said you're taking in information like a fire hose. Yeah, so um, I've been trying to take in the information through the fire hose, uh, not only this week, but I've been trying to do that since I won the election. Um, it's so much to to try to get ready for. I don't even think that you can ever really be ready for this position So I've been trying to surround myself with others that have lots of information that can give me information where I may lack in. Um, And they've been very good about helping, especially the Moab police chief, Chief Garcia. He's been super helpful. He's a nice guy and he's been working closely with me as well. So as far as your long-term visioning, you know, where is that coming into play? Long-term visioning is I'm, I've got like an eight year plan. I've got goals for four years, but I've got a, a long-term plan of eight years right now. Obviously, the sheriff's elected every four years, so I would hope to keep getting elected. So one of the first things I did was met with Chief Garcia, and we sat down and we talked about working together as a team, uh, starting a SWAT team that we have members from their department, members from my department to be on the team. Um, we talked about starting a drug task force team. I kind of want to start a major crimes team, which the drug task force would follow underneath that. So we've been working pretty closely together. I've also been working with uh, the BLM, asking them their ideas. And I've been looking into deputizing you know, some of the, the BLM rangers so they can help us out in the county. Um, I've been working with the Highway Patrol, and I've been working with San Juan County and Emory County because San Juan County has a new sheriff and Emory County has a new sheriff and and we're all younger sheriffs and so we're trying to work on a southeastern plan. What does that say to you having these younger sheriffs in this region and what that means? Because you you talked to me a little bit about the future of policing and law enforcement is changing. Yeah so the the future is definitely changing. Policing is always evolving. It evolves every day and if you can't keep up with the times it's you'll be left behind really quickly. So 
having younger sheriffs is, in my mind, a good thing. We're not burned out. We're willing to listen. Um, like I said earlier, I, I look forward to coming to work every day. I just think that having a younger sheriff, you're going to get a better quality of service than you would having somebody who's been here forever that doesn't want to really be here anymore. And I think other counties are starting to realize that. I mean, even Chief Garcia, he's a younger guy. He's not He's not older. So I think people are realizing if we put younger people in these positions, we might get a better quality of service. Tell us about your administrative staff. Who Who is in some of those positions? My chief deputy I picked, his name's Michael Palmer. He was a sergeant with San Juan County for uh, several years. He, he's been a sergeant here at Grant County for several years. Um, I picked him to be my chief deputy. The uh, jail commander is Shan Hackwell. He's still going to be the jail commander. But I'm restructuring some positions within the office I've got to get the commissioners to approve on to try to create new opportunities for the staff. I have two open sergeant positions right now, so we're trying to fill those. Um, I've got a lot of people applying here now because I've expanded the boundaries to Monticello and to Loma. So I've got a guy from Loma that's trying to apply. He's going to be in charge of my major crimes task force. He's got a lot of experience just has to take a test with the state of Utah. I've got some guys from San Juan County that are applying. I've got a guy from Emory County that's applying. We currently have four positions opened at the sheriff's office. We have one in the jail. We're fully staffed in dispatch and so we're we're really close to being completely fully staffed across the board. For the first time I think I think it's been since like 2010. So getting fully staffed as part of your goal, what else is in that four-year plan? I really want to do the code enforcement thing. However, that's the thing I'm going to have to budget for. I'm going to go to the commissioners and ask them if there's any way that we can implement that now. I've also, before I even was actually sworn in as the sheriff, in December I started writing grants because that's one of my big things was applying for more grants and getting more funding from the from the feds. So I've already received a confirmation that I've received a grant from the state of Utah from the DUI division. Um, that money will go towards body cameras. It'll go to portable breath tests to help our deputies out in the field. I've applied for several other grants. I've met with the Homeland Security. They're willing to fund our task force. They give thousands of dollars for overtime shifts. They also provide equipment too. They're a good partner to have. So grants, of course, was a major goal, and code enforcement. Do you mind reminding us about the code enforcement? So code enforcement is going to be a fantastic thing once it happens. Currently, the deputies have to wear lots of different hats. They have to be animal control. They have to do VINs. They have to do the civil, but then they have to do the criminal as well. And so it's just too much. And so if we can take some of those responsibilities away from the law enforcement officers, you get a better quality of service out of them. Um, with the code enforcement, they will handle animal control. They'll handle uh, VIN inspections. They'll do civil issues as well. Ideally, I'd like to have two code enforcement officers. I want the major crimes task force to be implemented within the next couple months. I want help from our federal agencies. I want to have the best technology that we can possibly get. And we've been behind the curve for a while. And so that that process is probably going to be one of the more challenging things because technology is expensive. But there's so many grants available for that. So that's we're setting up a grant committee team to where we can focus on multi-grants at a time. So um, I would just say lighting the burden on the taxpayers and relying more on grants is 
one of my goals. I should ask about the Major Crimes Task Force since you brought it up a couple times. Can you tell us about um, why the need for it and what you want it to look like? So the Major Crimes Task Force, they would handle like the double homicide. They would handle search warrants, drug cases. They're just specialized officer or specialized deputies that can focus on these tasks at hand. They get specialized training. It's such a huge requirement right now because we don't we have so many issues in our county, like I've been saying, but we just don't have the resources that have been put towards a certain group of individuals to tackle those issues. Like when I was a patrol deputy, I would I wanted to work drugs a lot, but I was constantly tasked with other agenda items that kept me away from working the drugs. So if we had the drug task force or the major crimes team, they would just be dedicated just to working major crimes in the county. They wouldn't be doing the VIN inspections and the, the civil issues. And so, again, it's it all comes back to a better quality of service, in my opinion. Hard to speculate, but do you think having a major crimes task force in place could have helped with that double homicide back in 2021? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for sure, if we have officers that are specialized in different categories, a lot of us aren't trained in detective work. I mean, we have some investigators, but sometimes, you know, they're they're sick or they, they're busy with something else. And so a lot of those burdens, again, come back to our patrol deputies. Um, if, we, if we had a, a major crimes team, they would have been able to process the scene probably sooner. Um, they're, they're more knowledgeable. It definitely, I think, in my opinion, would have helped I don't know if it would have solved the case any sooner, but it would it would have alleviated a lot of the unknown questions that a lot of us had of what do we do with this, what do we do with that. These guys would just be able to come in because they have that specialized training and they could have processed the scene faster. You know, you said that you wanted to be more communicative with the public. So I'm planning on attending commissioner meetings and informing the commissioners what we've been up to, but sending those same stats to the newspapers. I'm all about transparency, not only with the public, but with my staff because we felt like transparency has been an issue from our admin in the past to us. That needs to change, and it's already changing. And I think people will appreciate that. And sometimes change is a good thing. That's new Grand County Sheriff Jamison Wiggins speaking about his plans for the office. We spoke with now-retired Grand County Sheriff Steve White on Monday's newscast. You can find that interview and this one at kzmu.org. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, January 10th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.